This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. Nice to be back in the studio with the man, the myth, the legend. His name is Al. Hi, my name is Al. Your name is not, but I'm Al. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I wanted to update you on a couple stories no one probably cares about. But, uh, but you do. Uh, but I do because they're about me and uh, some some listeners have reached out on things stories we've discussed about you? here. Well, it's about stories I brought up here, huh. but about me. You'll recall last week, I believe it was, that I told you that, uh, you know, I purchased a new iPhone. Maybe yes. it was earlier. Maybe it was yesterday. Who knows? You told me this. I purchased a new iPhone. You get the, you send your other iPhone back and you get credit for yes. it, right? And I said that they sent me the packaging. I, I put my iPhone in the package. Instead of going to the Bradley Beach post office, I dropped it off at the post office here. Correct. I just threw it in a bin that said, put packages mm-hmm. here. Well, I, I heard from a, uh, a fella at the UPS, not USPS. I dropped it off at the... Post office. Postal Service. This guy said, hi, Al. I work for UPS. We handle all of Apple's uh, returns. So. Why? Why can't you just go to the post office and send something there? Well, the prepackaged that I sent it is prepackaged. Oh, Al. <laughs> this prepackaged oh, for UPS Al. and I dropped it off at the post office. <laughs> oh, you dope. I said, oh, I said, man. oh, so I said, is it lost forever? He goes. Had you dropped it in at your local post office, he said, you know, a lot of times the post office and UPS, when they're, you know, small towns, they work together and go, hey, somebody dropped this off. He goes, New York City, no chance. That stinks. (laughs) You didn't have a return address on it, though, right? Nothing. Yeah. I have no return. So that's your fault. That's my fault. Oh, and you're killing the U.S. Postal Service. Right. Listen, I had issues myself, you know, but I... Whatever. Yeah. Ah, so dude. that sucks. He said eventually, the guy did say eventually it might just show up at yeah. back to where it's supposed to go, Apple, and then yeah. Apple will send it back to me going, you're too late with this. We don't want it. That's so funny. I can't believe I did that. What a schmuck. <laughs> uh, then the other thing How was. How would you not have noticed? I well, don't know. You know, I guess if you just do the it. The letters quickly. are so similar US, UPS and USPS. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was foolish of me. Yes, that's a rough one. That stinks. <laughs> but kind of funny. And yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's, it's over. There's nothing you can do about right, it. Right, it's over. My iPhone is just floating around somewhere. <laughs> the guy did say, he goes, uh, why don't you, but I don't know how I could prove this. He said, go back to the New York City Post Office and see if there's any unclaimed packages. I said, but there's, like, my name's not on there anywhere. Right. How would you, you can't prove it. 
All right. Then this is going to give me a package. And you know what that sounds like? A pain in the ass. Yeah, exactly. It's not worth your time to go home. It, it, exactly. I take it. Here's what I do, Jerry. Chalk it up as a loss. Yeah. And a life experience. Because at 52, I'm still learning lessons. Now you're learning to actually confirm where yeah. the hell you're dropping stuff off. UPS, USPS, two different things. One's run by the government. And FedEx is a completely different thing. But that's using different letters. I appreciate FedEx. They have colorful packaging. So does UPS. It's called brown. What can brown do for you? Yeah, but this was just the a regular box. Is red, white, and blue. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a bad job on me. Then secondly, to my other surprise. Oh, no. Uh, it, having to do with shipping and packaging and things. I had uh, ordered I had ordered a uh, modem off of uh, yes. Amazon, a, a modem slash router combination, mm-hmm. which you shouldn't do. They'd now tell me you should order a router and a separate. Why? They, that's a works better. Which is better. So I had ordered one, which I'm going to return because it doesn't go with my cable company. So I didn't use it or anything. But I was like, ah, you know what? I'll just I'll, I'll bring the box here to work. And uh, on my way home, I'll stop off at Kohl's and drop it off. I said, well, how do I do the return of Kohl's? Just go into your account, return, choose Kohl's as your return. Well, this uh, this one I have to send UPS. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I have to pay for it. <laughs> Boy, you're really doing well here. You're yeah. struggling. Oh, my gosh. And then I was Googling. I go, why can't, why can't I drop why why can't I drop this off at Kohl's? They're like, oh, yeah, some things you can't drop off at Kohl's. That's funny because all the things I've ever had to return, I've never run into that. But I've never returned electronics either. I guess if it ships from and boxed from Amazon, this was like I bought it on Amazon but from a third party. Got it. So, yeah. That stinks, man. (laughs) You're struggling. Yeah. You lost $160 of a credit. Right. Now you have to pay to ship this thing back. Yes. $10. $9.91. Wow. But I paid $150 for it. But it's the wrong thing. I, ha- I have to There's send it back. There's nothing you can do about it. I have I mean, to send it back. You could try it, but you won't be happy with it. No, probably. I won't be happy with it. Right. Connor, uh, who who is a, great a big listener, he told me I should, uh, you get uh, two separate units. Yes. You get a uh, a modem, cable modem, and then you get a router, two yep. separate items. Connor, who bailed on the Cornhole League after he got married, I guess that's uh, Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was he was in for every season, and then he got was getting married, and, and then he doesn't play anymore. Interesting. I don't know if he's not allowed out of the house. Is he normal or... in public? Yeah. Because he's Connor's a good dude. Strange on the internet. Oh, is that true? Well, he sends me penis stories every day. Well, because he listens to this podcast. Oh, right. And so he looks probably, at his, he's like an associate producer. Probably. My, that's true. I'll give him that. I mean, no, I'll give him a associate producer. He's a little creepy when he wears the shirts of your picture yeah, on him. But it comes from a good spot. Yes. Uh, another thing, I, I was listening, I was, uh, this was a very surprising world population fact. Or population fact. Yeah. So, and I got this from listening to things about COVID. Now, you know, COVID in different countries, you know, they they react differently yeah. to it. And supposedly, like, Australia is on, they, like, really go into hardcore lockdown, and then they let everybody out, then they go into hardcore lockdown again. So Australia is a continent. Like I've heard. It, you've seen it. <laughs> right. This is what we've been told. Yes. You've seen it on a map. It's, yeah. it's huge. Huge. Yeah. There's a lot of unused space i guess mm-hmm. in australia where all these kangaroos where all the live. animals are roaming because i i heard this on a podcast about the number of people in australia mm-hmm. and and the size of it and i i i went and confirmed it before bringing it up on this podcast as i don't want to send out this information right so australia is as big as the united states they say 
right? I actually thought it would be bigger than the United States, but they say it's roughly the I same. I thought it was bigger, too. Okay. I guess it's just shaped differently, right. right? But it's roughly the size of the United States. Okay. The population of human beings living in Australia is not quite 26 million. Hmm. The what po- are we here? The population in California. The population in California is 39 million. Yeah, sure. So there are more people in California. Three times the amount. Well, California's got 39 million. You said 12. 25. Oh, 20. 25. I'm sorry. You said 12. I'm sorry. So there are more people in California than in Australia. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, what? If, like, are there? Is that just wide open spaces in Sounds Australia? Sounds lovely, actually. Right. Like, if I buy a house in Australia, do I have neighbors? Well, I'm sure Melbourne is 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 popular and busy. So you think I there's just think it's, big? I don't think it's one house per four acres. You think it's just there are large chunks of the yeah. continent where nothing's going on? Absolutely. Just like there are places in Iowa, yeah, that there's a lot of nothing. Yeah. I mean, we have that too, but boy, around the major cities, we are cramped. Right. You know, there's in a, certain states. When I when I fly into when I flew into Chicago, I've done this three times now. I fly into Chicago and then I rent a car and drive to Champaign, Illinois. Once you get out of like Chicago proper, once you're out of Chicago, let's say 10, 15 minutes out, all of a sudden the buildings become less frequent. They come from being right on top of one another yeah. to a little less, a little less, and all of a sudden. You open up, you got on one of these interstates or whatever highway it is, nothing. To where there are many times I told you I wanted to pull over on the shoulder and take pictures because it's beautiful. And it's like you'll see this one farmhouse. It looks like it's looks like a scene from Hoosiers in 1950. You know, like the the white backboard with the rim that's probably not been used in 25 yeah. years. And it just looks cool. And there's nothing for 100 miles. It's crazy. But other parts of Illinois, you're jammed on top of one another. That's what it is. Yeah, it was like that when I would uh, drive from New Jersey to Indiana when I was yeah. going to Indiana State. Yeah, sure. And I'd have to go. Uh, uh, Indiana State was located at the very end of Indiana, almost on the Illinois border. Mm-hmm. So I had would have to go across the entire straight state, straight across yeah. it, right in the middle. And, uh, yeah, there was nothing. There were cities but or towns. But in between those towns, nothing. there's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, Sal yeah. and I drove from Northwestern to Indianapolis. It was in Northwestern, Evanston, whatever, Evanston, Illinois. Yeah. To Indiana to catch a flight. And we were blown away by it. It was like one of the first times we had done that. Um, and just nothing. Coming but from even, this area. But even, there. even in this area, have you ever driven northwest parts of New Jersey or even southwest parts of New Jersey? Yeah, south like amazed. even actually when you go to Atlantic City, you sure. do hit a portion of the parkway where there's a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean New Jersey has my in-laws moved to God darn, where was it? It was exit I guess it was exit 6 off the turnpike and oh, then yeah. from there it was like a 15-minute ride. And there are stretches where you see nothing but farmland. Yeah, that's true. It's like am I where am I? So it's just Builders build near big cities, close to where the jobs are, and then it branches out from there. I'm curious to see now. I'm going to Google later on, Jerry, if I have time. You know, between, between noon, noon and eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Yeah, if I could find some time in there. In I'm and gonna, around the two dog walks you have to do. Uh, yeah, and the naps and that sort of thing. I'm going to uh, see where I'm going to look at a map of Australia. Yeah. 
and look where the population is. It's got to be Melbourne. It's got to be the biggest city in Australia. Has to be. But I, I just can't get over how much dead space they must have there. Yeah. And like what could you just build a random house in the middle of the middle of Australia where no one is? Melbourne has uh, 5 million as of 2019. Okay. 5 million um, but around here, residents. like like the New York, New Jersey metro area, in yeah. and around New York, we've got 14 million people. I know. They have 5 million in their busiest area. Well, I'm trying to see if that's the busiest one right now. I'm trying to think of other towns in Australia, and I can't uh, think of so it. So let's see. Melbourne is the... Is Melbourne, w- Melbourne where they have that uh, opera house? I have no idea. Melbourne is where the Australian Open is. I know that. Oh, okay. Uh, so Melbourne has, so as of 2020, Melbourne has 5 million citizens. Sydney, Australia. Oh, Sydney, yeah. Is right behind it with 4.9 million. Oh, that's the Sydney Opera House I'm thinking of. And then there's Brisbane, Australia. Mm. It drops the third highest populated city. It drops to 2.4 million. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, right there, though, that's 12 million out of. 25. Uh, no, that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's roughly 12 million out of 25. So that's roughly half their population resides in those three. Yeah. Where does Annie live? I don't know. By Melbourne? I think so. But who knows? Again, a place I would one place I would like to get to that I don't ever see happening. Yeah. That place I would like to go to. And what about New Zealand? Isn't that the same type of deal? I feel like Where it is. I feel like it's the same country slash continent. New Zealand. Let's see. In New Zealand. Oh, look who's there. All right. Uh, population in New Zealand, 5 million. Five million? Yeah. And the first thing that comes up in the Google search, why is, what's up, Skip? Why is New Zealand's population so low? Yeah. What's the answer? No, oh, unfit for human what's habitation. That? That's why. Why is that? <laughs> I have no idea. No uh, It's plumbing. too cold and there's too many mountains. No plumbings know. or pipes. I guess. That's oh, true. hi, Craig. You feeling any better today? I am. I feel a little yeah. bit better. I vented. You got it out of your system? I got out of my system this morning on the warm-up show. I listened. I listened. Jerry was kind enough to let me rant and go on. And I'm not sure that Jerry had much of a choice. You were very one-track-minded. I was. Yeah. Yes. But I'm very uh, happy that you've uh, worked it out. I did for the uh, moment. <laughs> I'm considering unfollowing WFAN on Twitter just because I don't want to see all the stuff Maybe I don't like. Maybe you need like. a hobby. I think you need to not listen anymore. Well, that, not listening has helped, but when I see it on Twitter, it, it bothers me. See, I always say this to him, and, and you tell me if I'm wrong. It would be like myself, who I'm not really a Bruce Springsteen friend. It would be like all of a sudden I get addicted to listening to the Bruce Springsteen channel on Sirius and criticizing everything they do when I don't really care about it. Well, the, I, he cares. But that. he doesn't care about sports. Right, but I care about ra- talk radio. He's I know a, that's true. He's a talk radio junkie. But, like, uh, I mean, I... But you, don't, well. but you don't like a lot about sports radio. Right. I would think to enjoy sports radio, the first part of enjoying that would be liking the subject matter that it's based around. I'm not, I'm not being honest. Well, that right. help. Like that if would someone help. was doing a, a four-hour show on, I don't know. Politics. 90 Day, Fian- 90 Day Fiance oh. and the greatest rock songs of the 70s, he might I love it. Exactly. And Whereas I would be critical. like, what is this crap? Right. Well, listen, I just want to make sure that you're in a good place mentally. Yes. Mental health. All right. We're doing the, we've got, it's 10, 1020 and we're doing the podcast. He's fine. I'm He's good, here. right? <laughs> He's, yeah. See, that's why I, Tuesday. we, so you're, it's, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf. No. Right? Well, I'll, I'll get no, ramped no, right legit, back up. No, he oh. legit gets annoyed about it. I'll get ramped yeah, right back up. Yeah, the stuff we all hear that annoys us, right? Probably. He, he just can't I internalize. Himself. Because you have, you, you need a hobby. 
The dog isn't enough. No, the dog's too much. The dog gives me stress. Right. Hey. So get rid of the dog. <laughs> well, I, we I, went down that road. I can't get rid of the dog. Oh, well, why? Because the audience that uh, that you adore so much would give you a hard time? Yeah. Well, oh. I do love my dog. I just don't want him. <laughs> yeah. I just wouldn't do it again. Like, I'm attached enough to the dog where I couldn't get rid of the dog. But okay. I would, but I regret getting a dog. And I told you that the day you got the dog. Yes, you did. Yeah. Many people told me. They, the yeah. people who know me the best said... You were not going to like having a dog. You did so much research. I know. I felt like you were really prepared. That's for the it. problem. Yeah. Like, yes. who, has, who has to do research to get a dog? <laughs> and I don't want to get a dog that looks like him. Yeah. Ronnie well, saves a dog's life and all that stuff. It's all great, but yeah. I mean, if the only reason you're keeping the dog is the audience, yeah. then you should get rid of the dog. No, no, no. My conscience would get the best. Trust me, the audience will get over it. They're like goldfish. How so? Dogs are they not have like the goldfish. memory of a goldfish. Oh. Yeah. No. I, yeah. No. I. I would. I would regret getting rid of the dog because yeah. I'd feel bad. For but five minutes? No, I, I would feel bad about it. What, what part would you feel bad about? Well, just that, like, the dog was probably happy in my house. She That's probably happy. true. She's settled. She's, I don't want to have a jarring life for her. Oh, so put her down. It's <laughs> always an option. I don't want to do that awful. either. Okay. That's terrible. Well, you don't have to worry about if the dog's in a bad situation. No, the dog's in a great situation. Yeah, she's enjoying it. How about we put him down? (laughs) That's, you know, know, that that should be legalized. Jerry, take me to the vet. (laughs) Think about how many people would actually do that if it was legalized. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) He's having a bad day. You're going to kill me. I've had enough. I'm going to go to the vet. (laughs) It is amazing you're allowed to do that to animals, but not to people. You know what the other weird thing about animals is? Like, if you... If let's say you were uh, driving in my town and you hit my dog, yeah, that's I, I can't. I could only sue you for property damage. The animal has no rights. The animal, yeah, it's not, not like a living that. being. There's, the animal has no value. Yeah, that's why, like the you know, with people that buy pet insurance, it's the biggest scam out there. I have pet insurance. Yeah, well, it's a scam. Your dog has no value. Oh, no financial value. So let's say you went to like some fake veterinarian. And he accidentally killed your dog. Right. And you sued him. Yeah. You'd win nothing. Yeah. Yes. But if you're... Yeah, no, no, I get that. But, like, we had an issue with our cat about two years ago, and it was only a year old. Yeah. Went to this place at 11 p.m., and three days later, better, drugs, all sorts of procedures, four grand. The first thing they said, your pet insurance? Like... Uh, no, why would I? <laughs> right. Well, if you had pet insurance, well, yeah, I mean, this not, would be like... To, I don't want to be a bad guy, but you're an idiot. To no, spend I'm not. $4, no, you're an ass. Knock it off. I mean, it's a Knock cat. It. See, this is where he you're... This is this is, your house. This is where you're an ass. <laughs> no. Because if, no, no. This <laughs> is where you're an ass. Who four grand on a cat you've barely had? Most people. Because of little Anthony, who's now yeah. not so little anymore, yeah. had a one-year-old cat that he loved or puppy. What do you do, Anthony? You hand over the... Yes, you would. You're so full of shit. It's disgusting. <laughs> like you sting no i mean Stop i hate cats it. i don't know why anyone would buy a wild animal that you allow to dump Stop inside your it. ass but cats are the greatest pet i've ever had yeah and i was always a dog person yeah always i am a dog person and now uh, the cats to tremendous. be fair though to respond to your uh vicious attack there on me um <laughs> i did marry into a family of veterinarians i know that so i it would never cost me anything to that's go fair that. To be fair, that's true. That being said, cats are the biggest waste. No, of they're animals. not, man. That, that's why they're you eaten in most countries. You couldn't be more wrong. Okay, I, I give. God, I should get bring one in to scratch your eyeballs out. Well, why would you do that? So because you're an f face sometimes. 
<laughs> ever pet a cat with no fur? Those are scary. Yeah. yeah. One million. Yeah. yeah. They're weird. It is Austin weird. Austin Powers. To, Austin Powers cat. Yeah. It, it is weird I'll to pet a, a hairless cat. No, why would, nice you, why cat. would you want to pet a hairless cat? I don't cat? know. It's like uh, uh, hanging out with an albino. <laughs> Just so, you know, no offense if you're albino, but like. Yeah, we have a very large albino. We're not walking audience. the boardwalk together, I can tell you that much. Jeez. Like you couldn't really hang out with an albino, right? A, they can't really be outside. I don't know. I've never known one. Me neither. Yeah. No? I don't think so. I've met a couple of them. But you <laughs> couldn't hang out with them. Edgar Winter, the guitarist, I believe, was the albino. I don't know who that is. He sang Edgar Winter. Uh, yeah. Edgar Winter. Well, he's like a 1970s. Yeah, so. sure. But, yeah. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. When he dies, you're going to start uploading his music or downloading his music? Uh, yes. <laughs> Probably make it a topic on the morning show. Edgar People Winters. who died too soon. Hey, guys, Edgar Winters. <laughs> oh, he's an old fellow now. <laughs> Poor Edgar Winter. I suppose. Yes, yeah, so if you run over someone's uh, dog, nothing you could do about it. Like, yeah. you could run over my dog, and I couldn't sue you. Right. Well, no, That's you could sue him. You're just not going to win. Gonna win. Right. That's so weird. Right, because they have no value. What if, they, what if the person's drunk? Doesn't matter. And I, I, only, I only know this because of the veterinarians in my family or Kim's family. Yeah, there's no value. Hmm. So that's like pet insurance would have helped you, yes, for your cat. Yes. Because it would have saved you money on the bill. But not death. But not for anything like right. uh, mistreatment of it or a bad veterinarian. That, well, you can't get life no insurance on a cat. <laughs> I'm sure someone <laughs> no, sells you it. You probably I guarantee could. you someone sells it. It just doesn't pay anything out of it. You think I could get life insurance for my dog? No. Because the lifespan of your dog is probably, what, 12 years? And she's five or six already? Oh, my gosh, oh you're on the back end already. I would not yeah, yeah. that Another seven years or more? Oof. You'll be you 60 it, years you, old. You were hoping it was sooner. Right. <laughs> Think about that. I'm going to be retired when this dog leaves the earth. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You're going to be retired in the next seven years? That's right. I know, nice. man. He's like 60. I'm out. I mean, think about it. He's been single, the market He's been hoarding money for the last 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Have <laughs> you just... That's a good point. You have been hoarding money for a long time. Yes. Have you ever, like, recently bought yourself something that you would consider extravagant? No. No. I think is I think the condo. He's across the street from the ocean. Yeah, but that but that's uh yeah, but he that's sold an investment. The condo to buy a condo. That's an investment property. It's, I'm right. sure the monthly payment's not crazy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like he didn't write a check for half a million bucks. I got right. you. I mean, yeah, I got you. Like nothing. Like have you spent over five thousand dollars on anything in the last two years? Uh, I bought a car. Okay. I bought uh, a I I bought a used car. A used car. Yes. Couldn't well, bring yourself to buy a new one. No, right? it's uh, Dave Ramsey. Stupid to buy a new car. The financial no guy sense. says you, not no to buy sense. new cars. Okay. So you bought a car. I, I bought a car. Across you 15 uh, years financed old, it or just wrote a check? Just wrote a check. Done. All right. So there you go. That's what I saved my money and bought a used car. That's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to pay for that bath fitter. And uh, everything else I buy, I regret the second <laughs> I spend my money on it. <laughs> Nothing burns me more than uh, going to a restaurant that you pay and it's not great. Oh, that pisses me yeah. off. Right, because even though it's just one meal, it's like your whole day was built around that event. Yeah, that, and you spent what you could have gotten your groceries for for the week on this Easy. meal that sucked. Yeah, right. You seem more like a BYOB guy, though, so you don't have to spend the extra money on liquor. Um, See, I don't like that. You'd I rather know, drink at I, the yeah, place, Yeah, I'd rather right? drink at yeah, the I place. Agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. cause, I mean, we've shown up to places with, like, you know, Coolers. a suitcase. <laughs> 
<laughs> Full of booze. <laughs> Mixologist over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like most people just bring a bottle of wine. Right. No, I don't drink wine. Yeah. Right. You bring the bar. <laughs> And I like beers, and it feels weird bringing beers, multiple yeah, bottles into a place. Cheesy. I once yeah. brought a bottle of vodka to a wedding because it was a, it was like a, a low class wedding. I'm like a, <laughs> I'm like a Wednesday. And you're bringing alcohol in Florida. <laughs> yeah, and they were they made it clear that they um they were only going to have like a couple bottles of wine for the entire wedding party. Uh, so I went to a liquor store. My kids were, I mean, I didn't even have Anthony or Lucky at that point. And I had a stroller. I guess Mickey J, my daughter, was uh, maybe one. So I put, like, a whole bunch of, like, Kettle One underneath and Don Julio. And I brought mixers. And I got a bag of ice. And all of a sudden, there was, like, a line at my table. Say, you're making drinks for the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I could have made, like, a thousand bucks easy that night. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's my story. We do miss the seafood tower when we uh, if we ah, go to dinner and that you're no one the, really ate except him. Yeah, love because I got it because I looked. Right, it was impressive. That triple tier yeah. <laughs> tower with the lobster on top oysters. and oysters everywhere. Yeah, yeah. shrimps. Well, because now you have nobody to really to buy you dinner ever. Right, it's yeah. tough. What was that? You like the uh, the seafood tower? You just like the fact that I was always paying. Yeah. Well, and sure. half the time, I wasn't even paying. It was being we're, we're aware. We know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why the waiter would come, we'll take one of everything. Right. Bobby Flay once told me I was the best customer he had, best customer he had at his restaurant at the Borgata. And I never spent a dollar mm. there. <laughs> we had, Get the lobster shooters there. We'll tell you everything. Oh, yeah. Many meals there. Oh, yeah. Good times. All right. Well, I'm just glad that you're feeling better. Thank you. Yeah. I am feeling better. I called better. you to talk you off the you ledge did. yesterday. That was and fun. all you did was attack me. I did. I attacked, and then <laughs> Olive called me. Oh, and then and he called me. Well, he called you because, uh, yeah, then uh, you said Olive's on the line. I said, okay. And then when my phone rang, it was him. I was like, oh, he talked to Craig. <laughs> I did listen to the Glazer uh, interview this morning. Yeah. So I actually like the interview, but I, there were parts where he just there were disappeared. two parts where it went yes. out. Yeah. Um, my problem with the guys was... About a couple minutes into the interview, it didn't sound right in my ear. Sure. So uh, I said to Big Mac and Tommy, I go, does it sound okay? Because it doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. And it's not hard to say, we'll call you right back. Right. Or peace out. You know, goodbye, whatever. And they're like, there you go. They said, no, it sounds good. Um, and then what was the line they used that really bothered me? Is oh, it- it's not that bad. And I go, that's unacceptable. Well, like, but I think, um, and seeing some of your posts now this morning, I think that was also in relation to Al saying, why does he sound like he's doing the interview from a bath fitter underwater? Yeah. So I, I, I didn't back, think it sounded that bad either. I went back and listened to it. wasn't great, it. though. You could hear everything he said. But it was. But it, wasn't uh, but it was great. not as good as it should have been on a landline or like a good cell phone and in the right, you know, he was inside his house. Landline's still the best way to go. Yeah, but very few people have. Yeah, yeah that's true. But so I was upset because I asked the guys, does it sound okay? And I got back, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, if it's not that bad, you know, you've lowered the bar to a place where that's unacceptable. And then I said, did you actually talk to him before you put him on the air? No. Well, then you're not doing your job. Yeah, it's tricky, though, because there were parts of it there. He was crystal clear like he was in the studio with you. And then it sounds like he's in space. Well, there are two points frustrating. that he, he crapped out. Yeah. yeah. There are two times that it sounded robotic, and it crapped out. But he told me he had stuff on the Giants, so I wanted to put him on. And, yes, he was promoting a book also. And I've known him for 20 years. Yeah. And the Giants stuff's never been reported anywhere. Well, why wouldn't he tweet that out? Yeah, I don't know. 
So weird. It was very odd. I do agree. Also, I know you got to go. Well, you want to go. The It's amazing to me, guys like him, that have so much, so such a lack of confidence in themselves. When all they've done On the is, inside. Yeah, right. when all they've done is succeeded for the last, maybe not in the beginning, but for Christ's sake, for the last 20 years between the MMA stuff, the NFL stuff, now the Fox TV stuff. Like, my God. So he's going to make a couple million bucks a year easy for more than a decade. Yeah. His outward, uh, the way he presents himself is like a tough guy. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with that guy. Like, uber self-confident. And the fact that he's the exact opposite, yeah. I don't know if you remember this. You go back to WNEW. When Scott Taplin got fired from the sports guys, it came down to me or Jay Glazer Mm. for the job. So I don't know. You weren't there yet, I guess, because you came right after, right? So they told Jay he got the job. And it was going to be Jay and Sid. And he had just started, I think, to establish himself on CBS as an insider. And then they lied to him Mm. and gave me the job. And he was rightfully so livid about sure. it, and like vowed that he would one day, you know, get back, get back at them for it. And then he went from CBS to Fox, and obviously the rest is history. Yeah. But I don't know if you knew that. I did not. He was know that. up for that job before I was at NEW. How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that? All right. All right, Jerry. Uh, let's uh, do the warm-up program from this morning, where I complain some more. A little bit. So. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We do this thing we call the warm-up show on a Tuesday. The Eddie Scazzeri didn't see you yesterday. Still handsome. Well done, well done, well done. And across from me, he's always handsome. His name is Al Montez Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I had another uh, sports radio meltdown yesterday. What now? At my home. Don't tell me I you got know. into the overtime rules, too, which is no, so no, no. stupid. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 I'm not getting it. I, got, I talked to those people yesterday uh, during the program. All right. With their terrible ideas of how to fix overtime. There's nothing wrong with it. I know. Yeah, just yeah, play yeah. the game. Right. I, uh, the, the calls I was getting yesterday, Jerry, would be like, what about this? Each team gets a bowling ball. They got to <laughs> kick the ball and stop. It's also stupid. Stop the other team. Right. 
God play defense. Mighty. You're a playoff team for oh. crying out loud. You're in the divisional round of the playoffs. Try to play defense. Uh, you're not kidding. It is so you it's get, mindless. How'd you get so far if you if you give up 40 points and still can't stop the other team? You don't deserve to be there. Get I, lost. You're right. Get out. So I had an absolute sports radio WFAN meltdown yesterday. I got to stop. I don't know what the solution is. Other than to unfollow all WFAN-related accounts. Oh, what was this, on Twitter? No, what was on Twitter and the radio. Okay. So I, I, did, I have tried to limit my listening to the programs. Cause I, I tell you, for a guy that doesn't really like sports, but you I do love radio. A lot. I love radio. No, no, I know that. I also know you have satellite, which has hundreds of channels. I know they're and all you've terrible. Got this you've got New York radio that's got right. dozens no. Of I, I like talk radio. Okay, that's all. I'm interested in talk radio and podcasts and the decline of talk radio. And I, and my industry is failing me, Jerry. So it bothers me. <laughs> so yesterday, I've tried to limit because I was listening to four hours of Carton and Roberts, and that was too much. Yes, that I, is a lot. Much. It's too much. You're I got definitely it. helping their streaming numbers. I do an hour here, four hours Boomer and Geo. Then I was doing like four hours in the background of Cartner Roberts. Too much. That is a lot. I was taking a rest during the middays. Okay. Okay. But yesterday, during I'm uh, um, uh, on Twitter and I see big promotion. Tiki and Tierney will be talking to Kevin James. When? Yesterday. Hmm. I'm like, I lost my mind. I'm like, it's the divisional round of the playoffs. You can't talk. That's a Kevin, good spot for today. Kevin James is not interesting. He's like, just not interesting. He's Paul Blart. I like him. He's Paul Blart. Right. He's not an interesting interview. Yeah, he's a celebrity that's coming on to promote. Right? Was he promoting the movie or yeah. the show or whatever that thing is? Yeah, and I also decided that WFAN, we are the creme de la creme. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? We I are the you. top of the food chain. Right. This is W. No more free... No more free advertising for your movies, your dumb books. Pay, pay us. Oh, you, you want to come them on to pay us? Yeah, they act because you know why? Kevin James acts like he's doing us a favor. No, you're hurting me. You're not doing me a favor. I guess. Yes. I mean, again, I think that's a fun spot for Tuesday or Wednesday. It's okay, but even still, it's different. We're paying him. I mean, he's. He's getting promotion for sure. For free. Yeah. Well, it's like these. I mean, we do it at the Super Bowl every year. Which I'm so glad COVID. The one good thing about COVID, and there's only one good thing, Jerry. COVID killed Radio Row. And I hope it kills it for. Well, it's, good. it'll be back this week. I'm thinking. I but it's think not going to be, be this year. No, but I, eh, it'll I don't never know be the about same. Because people finally realize no one's just interested in Radio Row. The interviews are terrible. All they're doing is hawking their bad products. I'm sorry. Kevin James, you want to come on? Pay us. You might be right in what you're saying, but I really do believe Radio Row will be right back to where it always was. Okay. I do. I, I do. Yeah. I think that is more of a, you know, I can't a say A terrible it. idea? No, I can't say it on the radio. Satellite, I could say what I want to say, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's, terrible. it's kind of a look at us, look who we have on the show and hobnobbing it, with celebrities. That's all it is. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's effective anymore. Like, I don't think I think call it effective. Anymore. I say, I think most hosts... Like Most having hosts, yes. stars on and players that they would never, ever otherwise get to talk to. Right. That's what I mean. Whether yes, it's right. good or not, different conversation. You're I'm right. talking about the you're right. hosts. It's fun for the host to go, look who Michael I Irvin had. On. Right. Uh, you know, earlier I was talking with Michael Irvin about, yeah. you know, it's like like, uh, like two you're weeks right. later, they'd be like, you know what? I was asking Michael Irvin about running uh, exactly down and right. out patterns. Yeah. You're right. It's a, it's an ego stroke. Who's your favorite player growing up? Um, Danny White. 
uh, Roger Stallback, Danny White, right, Tony Dorsett, like Gary like Carter. It'd be like doing the warm-up show. Yeah. Well, Gary Carter has passed. It would what? be like us doing the warm-up show in L.A. this year, yeah. which we're not. And we could, like, Roger Staubach wants to come on. Right. Like, that's your, that, even for you, I think five minutes with Roger Staubach would be cool. I guess. It's Roger Staubach. I know. It's your favorite player growing uh, up. Yeah, but I. If I, Gary I, Carter was still with us, to have 10 minutes with him. Gary Carter. What? I would love to interview Gary right. Carter. Right. Now, that might not be very good radio, but for you, and I think that's what right, Radio Row will continue to be. Yeah. A baby, yeah. So that's my new, uh, I'm, I'm going to pitch to the higher-ups, charge guests. Here's my idea. Tell me if you think this is interesting. You really want to just bury the whole guest idea. <laughs> so, you know, we take commercial breaks in radio. They're like six yeah, minutes long. for sure. Six minutes long. Instead, we charge Kevin James what it would cost for six minutes of ads, and we interview him instead of taking a six-minute break. Now, he was on with Boomer and Carton. Did you not like it back then, too? I don't like Kevin James. They're right. Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't like it. Because that's the other <laughs> okay. thing. People are like, you're picking on Tiki and Tierney. They're like, do you like Wag Wednesday? No, I don't. <laughs> no, you've made that very clear. And I told, we we had we, Craig on our, our post-game podcast last right. week, and we told him right to his face, it's a terrible idea. Yes. And he said, good. I'm going to keep doing it. He's digging in, though. Yes. He's digging in. So I had that. I saw that on Twitter. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Was that the argument all day, or was there more? What argument? I said you said you were back and forth. You had a meltdown. I had was a meltdown, that the meltdown? Yeah. Or, okay. Well, that was part one of my meltdown. Oh, God, there's more. Yeah. I wasn't even listening to the radio. <laughs> so then I was like, I couldn't resist as I was making my sweet potatoes. I said, let me put on Carton and Roberts. Okay. So I put on Carton and Roberts, and they're, and, uh, they're putting on uh, Jay Glazer, mm-hmm. who's pumping a book again. Cash, cash, give me cash. Well, for sure. But they have they have him on via Zoom. So okay. it sounds like he's in his bath fitter. <laughs> and I'm like, what do, again, now we're sacrificing our radio audience right. for a couple video views. Oh, this is what I heard the end of this when Craig was basically interviewing McMonagall about the sound of it. Yeah. I put that I it's put terrible. it on. I didn't hear Stop. the interview. Okay. So that whole interview, I didn't hear one. Th- uh, now evidently, he had f- good and fun Giants in- information. All I heard was a robot cutting in and out uh, and a guy on an echo chamber. That sucks. But again, he was, again, Jay Glazer thinks he's doing us a favor. We're doing him a favor. Well, We're creme de la creme. Yeah. I WFAN. mean, I'm sure they reach out. I mean, we, I mean, the amount of interview uh, emails we get is just ridiculous. Terrible. And most of them are horrific, for right. sure. They're not even sports related, right. which drives oh, you yeah, nuts. Oh, yeah, those are terrible. Right, it means we're in some sort of database and the email address just comes up. But whatever, that is, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, there, there are good personalities, and I'm sure, yes, it's for promotion, and I can see producers that don't want to do much work otherwise. Oh, look, this is an easy get. Now, Craig knows Jay Glazer, doesn't he? Where, I, I guess. Remember, weren't they friends back in the day yes. from Philly or something? Something. Okay. Yeah, but still, it doesn't make it good. I didn't say it's good. I'm, I'm saying friends with my Craig friend Paul. I'm not going to put him on the radio. I'm, yeah, Paul has nothing to do with the NFL. I would think, <laughs> though, Craig could get Jay Glazer whenever he would want him, though. Otherwise, right, but none of these no? guys, they all come on when they're trying to. But we've got this mentality in radio because we, we don't respect ourselves in radio <laughs> that if someone's willing to come on, that they're doing us a favor. Well, no in a lot more. of cases, the guests get paid. You want them to pay us. We pay them. Right. Yes. Thank you, Jerry. Yes. You're welcome. Pay us. Well, you want to come on nice. Boomer Thank and you. Geo? We need money. 
Right, but what I'm saying is we're generally paying them. Right. I know. That's another <laughs> dumb thing. Well, well, I forget. We did the, uh, when I was here with Boomer, when Craig got arrested, that was, who was that? We did the Yankee report. With the John Flaherty. Yeah, we paid him, right? Terrible. Yeah, he wasn't paying us. So silly. Yeah. So silly. Wasn't my idea. I can I've tell got you that. A, a, so uh, that was part of my, I was just melting, full on melting down. And then Craig called. Because oh, he did? He, yeah, because I was texting him going, this sounds like he's in a shower. What are you doing? I thought you hate guests. I was like a full meltdown. He puts a lot of guests on. I know. Nonstop guests. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah. He was anti-guest. Big guest guy. Big guest guy now. So I don't know. I'm just, I, I want, I I demand respect of WFAN now from these guests. Very cool. We're doing you a favor. All right. Well, then get the contract ready and then submit payment to WFAN. Yeah. CC say, Odyssey. This is what it costs for a six-minute break in lieu of the break. So we're not going to take that commercial break. Right. You get the six minutes. We're going to interview you. That's all you get is six minutes. Yeah, six minutes. Right, because that's the other thing. All these interviews go on and on. Some and can. On and on Some can. Depends on, on the guest. Some guys are really brief. Yeah. Other guys are very well thought out. And there's right in the middle is is built better. I don't need a guy that's going to give me a ninety second answer, but I yeah. don't need the eight second answer either. And I, I I reached out to Pete Hoffman, producer of Midday Show, and I said, whose idea was Kevin James? And he said, well, it was my idea, but they liked it. I go, well, well, why Monday? He goes, that was the only day he was available. Well, then get lost. <laughs> we make the rules, not Kevin James. I agree. It was a tough day for that. Kevin James is not a star anymore. Sorry. When King of Queens was on, he was a star. He's not a star anymore. He still does stand-up, I believe. Okay. Not that I've seen it. Yes, he does. I but think. he's not a star. Like that we B-list. would have to... That we would have to, you know, move our schedule Give me a around. guy. Give me a guy that you, I, I don't have Will Smith. No. Don't really? care about oh, Will I would Smith. Love to hear, I would love to talk to Will Smith. Are you kidding with the whole family thing? I don't know. And the whole uh, marriage? I, there's a lot the going other, on in that. The in other problem life. is all these guests are available everywhere. You know what I mean? Like sure. Will Smith you is everywhere. You have to make it yours and you got to make it better. I know, but no. but you, Otherwise, it, it's generic. Right, but it's very hard to do. And I actually heard this as a great explanation about uh, the, the the difference between how, like, I hate guests on the radio, but I like guests on a podcast. Yeah. Guests in short form, which you have to do on the radio, are not good. Guests long form, it, sometimes it takes 20 minutes to get somebody to open up. Yeah, the problem for me is I don't get through the 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, it's it's almost like if you don't give me something within the... Fa- it's almost like a song. Yeah. If you don't hook me relatively right. quick... I'm kind of out. It's so great. It's like boring. God, people, people work on songs for years. I give it a full three seconds. It's true, though. <laughs> but that is true. Like, if it, if the first verse sucks yeah. and the sound isn't good, I'm out until right. I hear it nine million times on the radio. And then it kind of gets ingrained in your head and you kind of get into it. But Yeah. And I look at it the same way. I actually look at it as you can call it whatever you want, whether it's a caller, a guest, or just hosts talking. If you're not interesting, right. I'm kind of gone. Yes. And there are, again, we differ on this. There are really good guests that I look forward to hearing. It can be radio, pod, whatever it is. You know, there are guys I can listen to all day. because, Like, Ian Eagle, as a guest, hooks me in immediately. Okay. Because he's always got a funny line. He's in the locker rooms. He's at the he's events. Engage- More importantly, Very he's engaging. engaging. Very engaging. So I've always said it's not a matter of guest, no guest. It's good guest, bad guest. I don't need someone from the USA Today, the blah, 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 blah. That's just, you know, filling fill 15 minutes. But if you get me Bob Costas, who I know that's another one who's been around, 
He's another one. Just the way he speaks, very engaged. There are certain people I could listen to forever. But I need a good connection. I agree. But that comes down to the song thing, too. you got to connect with the song quickly. Otherwise, you're turning it off. Like, we're running a promo for a podcast from Dana Carvey and yes. uh, uh, David Spade. I heard Both that. of whom I love. Right. And I love old SNL stuff. And that's what their podcast is. They're interviewing different people from SNL. So I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to that on my ride home. I love Tina Fey. I'm going to put right. that one on first. Zoom. Terrible. I shut it right off. Oh, the off. audio is bad. Right off. Yeah, that's that's the... It's funny how the pandemic has given us accessibility to do things in a different way and kind of adjust on the fly as we did. Yeah. The problem is it's not always great, and we've fallen back on it. And a lot of times it does work, but these guests, and that's probably more on the hosts and producers... They have to wear a headset mic or right. they have to have a real microphone. For sure. Or an earpiece with the microphone. You can't talk mm-hmm. in your bedroom. In your pajamas. You can't. Right. Even you like yesterday. Can't. I was home yesterday. I mean, we, we did it for how long with the pandemic? Yeah. We're not just turning and using the computer audio. Right. Like we do have real headsets on a real Comrex and, you know, yes. real headsets and all that stuff. So I, that's what I that's what happened to me yesterday, Jerry. Oh, are you had, good uh, now? I, I mean, you a, actually seem pretty relaxed. You're good. I am. I, I had a you decompress l- last night. I put on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I figured you like, watched the Knicks and Cavs. No, I'm not watching Knicks and Cavs. I, or the Knicks and regular Lakers, season or basketball. Or it's stop, stop. Or playoff basketball stop. for you. <laughs> right. Know what I love, You're Jerry? You're not watching basketball. Know what I watch? What everyone watches? NFL. Yeah, that everybody the watches king. the NFL. Right. Uh, everyone watches the NFL. Well, especially when you get. I don't know. It's I'm the so, king of all sports. I'm really torn on the on the whole lack of defense. It's like I it's weird. I watched Saturday night, a lot of defense from the Niners, but I wanted a little more scoring. Right. Then there's other games where there's no defense, and it's like, my God, anybody can just go down the field and so like give me some something in the middle. Right. That res- I don't know. Like Patrick Mahomes it legitimately taking 13 seconds to go down the field. 13 yeah. seconds. Here's what I hate, though. This this narrative, I, and again, I'm a Cowboy fan and I get it, but this big joke, you know, Patrick Mahomes in 13 seconds did so much more than Dak Prescott did in four. He had three timeouts. If you would have given the Cowboys three timeouts in 13 seconds, guess what, or 14 seconds, guess what they would have done? They Went down the field. They would have had the whole field open to actually play the game as opposed to having the sidelines guarded. I mean, so that narrative sucks. Although... They blew it, and they lost. They we did. move on, and we take a break. When we come back, sports talk. We are going to break down the Rangers shootout win That's last night. Oh, you don't want to? No. no, you know what I got on my list here, Jerry? <laughs> NFL, NFL, A lot NFL, of NFL, yeah. NFL. A lot of Tom Brady, too, today we can NFL, talk about. NFL, yes. And the yes, Giants, we can. I think, will be making a higher perhaps this week. Is maybe that early right? next week. Well, I, I at this point, it seems like the interviews are set, and I think winding down. So maybe the Giants will have a new coach in the next right. fair to say the next seven days, would you think? I'm gonna get I'm gonna see what Ray Romano thinks of this. He'll be on uh, with us <laughs> next and then Ralph Macchio at five forty to promote Cobra Kai. All of that <laughs> and more. Warm up show till six on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I started seeing warm up show till six. I started seeing the summer concert list. It's really good. There's a lot of shows um, starting in like May, straight through like October. Maybe, maybe. 2020 was supposed to be the year of the concert for us. Did anything stand out for you? Uh, did anything stand out? No, I mean, just that, you know, I want to go see the Chili Peppers somewhere, just not here because it's too damn expensive. Um, there's a lot of shows in Atlantic City. Some No, did anything stand out? No. I think what stood out to me was the abundance of shows that are being scheduled. So that's I, all. I saw a tour announced yesterday, Sammy Hagar and George Thorogood. Sammy Hagar and George Thorogood. Like, I would go see Sammy Hagar. Me too. I like George Thorogood. I would go to that. Is that right? One bourbon, one scotch. One beer. beer. Yeah, I would go see that. They could just do all their alcohol songs together. Now that you say it, I would go to that. You would? I would. Yeah, I would. I would go to that too. I wouldn't be in a rush to get in there when George Thorogood is on. You know what? And what made me think of this is there's a show in Asbury Park. Third Eye Blind is in Asbury Park in a couple weeks. Is that right? We should go. I'm in for that as long as it's a, a week uh, end. Uh, that's I'm not good... going on a Tuesday night. See, you're saying, yeah, a, my friend EJ said, what would it take to get Al out? I said, uh, if we went to the Bradley Beach Project. Right. The Brew Project. A Brew Project. Yeah, on a Friday. Uh, I'm in. Well, I said, what about 5 p.m. on Thursday mm. just for a couple of drinks? Oh my God, I'd be conked out for the next day. I'd, but yeah, but it's Friday. It. Well, time right. out. You're not conked out. Two beers on a Thursday <laughs> night at five, I'm a 5 o'clock. I didn't say 8 o'clock. Okay, 5 o'clock. If we met I might you be for a happy that. hour, 5 o'clock in Bradley right. Beach, would you go? Yes. All right. Well, there you go. EJ, if you're up, he's in. And then how about this? I saw this also this morning on uh, KFC Barstool's uh, Twitter. Yeah, this is, you know Neil Young. You know people are <laughs> <laughs> people are angry at Joe Rogan yes. just because you know he's he's uh, sort of anti-establishment. Yeah, uh, Neil Young is threatening Spotify. It's either me or him. See ya. Right. <laughs> See you, Neil Young. Get out. <laughs> You're old and over. <laughs> right. Joe Rogan is like 200 million monthly listeners. You haven't had a hit since the 70s. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah, and I know, and you like some of his new music. I like Neil Young. Hey, good for you. I don't care. See you. Get out of here. Third, I'm trying to find this. A third it's just funny, orange. like, these guys that all that all grew up musically, yeah. like Neil Young, a protest guy. And, right. Uh, and now you want to throw a guy off because he doesn't say things that he says things you don't agree with? Get lost. So that's because of Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, <laughs> He thinks Joe Rogan's spreading misinformation on COVID. Listen, so he wants like a hurricane taking off Spotify. Here's what I think: I think doctors, scientists, talk show hosts, regular people. Yeah, there's so much misinformation out there. So he's not wrong. But guess what? I guarantee you, he's spreading misinformation. Yeah, Neil Young, you hear that? So please, the whole thing is just. He does have some good songs though. Oh, I didn't say he didn't. I mean, you know, but still, I don't, I don't care. I'm trying to find. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not Third Eye Blind. I think I screwed this up. All right. I don't know who it is. I'm looking at the the Asbury Park concert list coming yeah. up. I'm not seeing much. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. All right. Jerry, the Giants are interviewing uh, Brian Dable. Want to go see the nerds again? <laughs> no. I'm sick of the nerds. You know what the problem with the nerds is? They're too good. Yeah, and by no, that, I, hear, I mean, yeah. they're so good, it sounds like a record's playing. Yeah, I got you. They're, yeah. They're I saw them slick. at a, a friend of mine had them. They were the band at the concert at their wedding. Yeah. It was nerds. actually a lot of fun. Kind of fun. Uh, what do you like? You think you like? I was looking at this. A uh, Brian Dable, Bills offensive coordinator. Yeah, he gets another interview today with the Giants. He's a large. He fella. is. It's, he is. 
I would be interested to hear from a Giant fan. I should, you know, I saw my brother last night and my, yeah. and my dad. I should have asked them if that Eve six in May. That's what it was. That I'm not going. Um, if that excites them, because a lot of what we've talked about many times has been when you bring in a new head coach. Like if you found out today, and you're not even a Giant fan, yeah. But if you found out today that the Giants were hiring Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. I think you'd be fired up for football season. Yeah. For the Giants. Yes. I think if you found out that the Giants made a move to get Sean Payton. Yes. You'd be fired up for football season. And it moves the needle, not just for a Giant fan, but for a football fan in this area. Correct. I Brian Dable might be the greatest head coach in the history of head coaches when all is said and done. Hiring him, I don't think, excites the fan base. Doesn't mean they're not going to like it. I don't think that doesn't mean they won't be okay with it. But it doesn't sell season tickets. Correct. So it, will it be a good hire? Maybe, but it is. It'll be what it is. You're right. Giants like excitement for Harbaugh, Sean Payton, who, by the way, the Saints owner came out and said, "We don't know what's going she on." She did, with Sean yeah. Payton. Gail Benson. Gail Benson. So he's clearly available to be talked to. It sounds like it. Yeah, to be talked to. Yeah. Um, Dable or uh, who's the fellow from the Dolphins? Um, Brian Flores. Those two are acceptable. No one else. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Dan Quinn doesn't excite you. I know he doesn't excite uh, Sal. Actually, I don't mind Dan Quinn. I'll put Dan Quinn on the list as acceptable. Um, Those three. Think, what if they elevated Patrick Graham to head coach? Because no. he's going to interview this week. No, that doesn't not interested. work either. Yeah, I mean, there's not. And this Brian Dable, I looked. He's All right. 46. But I mean, there are some pictures where he's looking thick, Jerry. What if... And let's take Jim Harbaugh out of the equation. Yeah. Two names that have been floated out there as potential possibilities. And I don't I really don't think either is going anywhere. Sean Payton and Pete Carroll. Would you give up a first round pick for either one of them? Yes. Yeah, I would too. Like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even think twice. Me too. Like if you told me the Cowboys could and no offense to Mike McCarthy, but if you told me they could give and they don't have top picks like the Giants do, but if you told me the Cowboys were gonna make a trade to get Peyton out of New Orleans and you had to give up a couple of first-round picks, I, I think it actually, in football, means so much more than any other sport. I would do that. I agree. Let's do it. How do we get that done? I think you have to make a phone call. But this Brian Dable does look like a football guy. Yeah, well, there's a lot of guys He's that look like big. football guys. They're not necessarily great at what they do. I don't think you and I could push him uh, physically. Maybe. Like, if he hunkered what do you down. Think he weighs 300? Yeah, they don't have he's his a, weight. He's a large guy. He's I know. a large. Well, there, you know what's weird, too? Like, there are, uh, if you go to Google Images for Brian Dable, there's some where he's just like um, stocky, muscular. I know when he and was then with there's the some Jets. Where he's thick. I don't remember him being a large man when he was with the Jets. There are some pictures now with the Bills where he is, he is very large. It's very stressful. Right, which is weird. Like, you either go overweight mm-hmm. or, like, what happened to Rob Sala, he lost and, 20 pounds. And you attack, well, and you attack the gym. You attack the gym. That There's two different ways of doing things. Would Todd Bowles excite the Giants? No, oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. No. What about Byron Leftwich? No. Okay. And he'd be perfect for Jack Ricky Morris. Morris. No. All right. No. Yeah, the problem with going to the gym, eh, I don't know. But it's just like at least he's got history I with know the Jaguars, that. so I that's know that. interesting. But all you can do is nothing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's where he'll end up. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's it seems like the guys they're going to interview are lined up, unless there's a surprise along the way. Like, these are the names. 
Right. This is what it is. Right. There are only certain people out there. Everyone wants a big, big star coach, but we change coaches so much and people get fired. And then the TV network scooped them right up for TV jobs. Right. That, I saw that too. Sean Payton could do that. Right. And why and wouldn't you? It's you so know, much and, easier. Well, yeah, and we also forget, too, which I got to look. Sean Payton has been coaching for a really long time. Yeah. You realize he was on the Cowboys staff with Bill Parcells? Right. That's how long ago Bill it's Parcells was coach the Cowboys now at this long point? Long time ago. Sean Payton's almost 60. Well, Pete Carroll's 70. Uh, yeah, I know. But he's got so much energy. Yeah, he's a... He's a My point is, I could okay. see why TV at this stage of their life is a, is attractive and appealing. That's all. Because if he's probably... Sean Payton's probably coached for the last 30 years. And it's enough. <laughs> like, you've talked about it with Cower and these other guys. Yeah. If I can go just now watch football and talk to you about football rather than have to, you know, eat, sleep, and poop out football, why not? Right. It's, it's a, a nicer living. It's a nicer lifestyle. It is. And he'd be a new face. You never know. How about Tony Dungy? No one even talks about him anymore as a head coach. Yeah. You think I'd he's love... put it out there? He's just not interested? I don't know. I'd love to get him off TV. <laughs> <laughs> and back on the field. He does lack he excitement. I, Jim Caldwell's another one. I've heard a lot of people. I heard, where did I see it? Was it Fox Sports, ESPN? One of the TV, one of the football shows I was watching where one of his former players, it might have been ESPN with Jeff Saturday, actually, basically said the most respected man he's ever come across. Like, had the most respect for anybody he's ever Jim come Caldwell. across. Yes. And just commands the room. Players loved him. Has a has a good like record as a as a head coach. And you almost wonder like, where's he? Like no one thinks to call him. Right. And I don't know, maybe he's interviewed somewhere else. I'm not like I don't know what Chicago's doing in Denver. I haven't really like hear Nathaniel Hackett's name being okay. Who is that? Right. Like you so we're not up on all these other teams like we are the Giants, because we really don't care all that much. Right. And maybe Jim Caldwell has interviewed. But it's like I don't think he I I, I kind of feel like, like what he is has he it doing? in one place. And where is he? I don't know. I don't either. I would think that that would be a guy high on your list. Jim Caldwell, call us. <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> Please. We're desperate. <laughs> but that's another one. As good of a hire as I think he'd be, Yeah, he's another one, though. I don't think the Giant fan would be all fired up. Because there's certain guys, which, uh, and, and I guess Todd Bowles is like this, in the locker room. We don't see what they are. I know. The players like them and yeah. respect them, but to the media, he's boring. So. Yes. That doesn't excite the fan base. Agreed, because you you are what we see in those daily and weekly press conferences. Right. And if you're adult, the problem is you get turned on really quick. I think Rex was here a long time, and the fans liked him. I, yes, things got a little ugly at the end. But for the most part, people loved Rex because he was bombastic. He was yes. fun. He was entertaining. If you're just like... You know, was Bill Parcells bombastic? Uh, Bill Parcells to the media? was fun with the media. He was, right? Yes, yes, he was. He was not Belichick. He was fun with the media. He would joke around with the media. He'd get on them. He'd hold you accountable. Yeah, he was. So yeah, he was. He was a different type. He's eighty-two. Actually, I was actually thinking to myself, would Bill Par Bill Parcells still coach? And then I looked him up. Like, he's a little old. Eighty-two that's, is too that's, much. That's yeah, it's over. Once you get your first numbers in eight. Yeah. Too much. I know. Although guys are being, we're younger and younger these days. But yes, once you have an eight, I agree. Once you have an eight. By the way, I have a good clip of Tom Brady coming up today. Is that right? Well, I do because people always, you know, laugh at me for, uh, not laugh, but the, the, it's always about being very real about life. Keeping and, it real. 
Yeah, things of that nature. So I have a good one with Tom Brady coming up okay, later good. today. We never know what's going to happen in the future. We really don't. I mean, Kobe Bryant, a friend of ours, God rest his soul. Never know what tomorrow brings. Seems like he might have some quotes for your calendar next year. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can steal those. We're just a bird. <laughs> And then you so yes. Then you die. So Tom Brady was very in his um Let's Go podcast, which is also on Sirius XM on the Mad Dog channel, I believe, with Jim Gray as the host. God. <laughs> uh he was very a very deep thought and deep thinker yesterday. A lot of deep thoughts. I can't imagine anyone listens to that when it airs. We get just hear all the clips. I would have yesterday. I would have been interested had I thought about it and was in the car. I would have listened to him yesterday after the loss to Tampa. But it's nice I that we know. get the clips. Oh, for sure. But there's, I mean, a lot of the clips are basically the whole interview. Exactly. That I'm going to play. That's what I mean. We'll get the clips. Right, so I listened to the whole thing, and I'm glad I did. Because otherwise, if I just relied on the tape ops here, there's one clip in the system. <laughs> the, the 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 show was 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. 25 probably in front of six. probably cutting up with Brian James or whatever the actor's name LeBron's, was. LeBron's his name. No, the other James, the, the comedian. Oh, Kevin James. Kevin James. Who will not be on with us. No, he will not. This morning. He's uh, now banned from uh, the morning show. <laughs> have you heard from Ralph Macchio, Eddie, for his 540 well, spot? He's terrific. He not. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have Ralph, Ralph Macchio to promote uh, Cobra Kai coming up next. If not, your phone calls. Mm, probably won't do that either, but you never know. A lot more to do here on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sounds like a song from a Rocky movie back in 1987. This is Sammy Hagar. Oh, is it really? Yeah, this is a more of a romantic rock, Jerry. Romantic rock. <laughs> yeah. Your love is driving me crazy. <laughs> you know what I need? I need a trip to his bar in Cabo. That's oh, yeah. After the, I'm telling you, after the weekend I've had and continue to have, I could use some of his Cabo Wabo tequila. Big deal, Jerry. You got a flooded basement, oh, a broken heater, a broken hot water heater. And a gas leak. And a gas leak. And carbon monoxide scares. Other than that, oh, what man. are you complaining about? I'm not complaining. <laughs> that it's actually funny. My wife said to me last night. She goes, "Why are you so calm with right, all this?" I'm yeah. Like, well, what do you want me I to do? Flipped out. This is not, My heart would have exploded. I look at it this way: just like life, yeah, this too will pass, right? Because everything will be as long as everything goes according to schedule. At this point, mm-hmm. tomorrow at about noon, everything will be. Everything will be fixed. And everything will be new. So that I look at it the positive. I like that. At Jerry. least everything is new and I'll have to worry about it for fifteen years. Forget the last six months, the last twenty four hours have eaten a penis. <laughs> right. Now yeah. that quote from yesterday, you've you've moved on. Did you notice by any chance in the background yesterday when I was home working the vacuum that was going off the wet vac? I did not hear that. So I have so if you watch on TV. I'm in my ba- my basement office that I made, and I got the nice. I took the, so the backdrop, nice so it feels it looked terrible. Right, you least. did a nice decorative job. Yeah, I think I pulled another Pete Hoffman there. My speaking, um, but because of the water, that room had about two inches of water in it. The floor, the pergo floor, whatever kind of floor I put down that I did. I've never done anything like this. I did six months ago, two inches of water. So every time I walk on it, and the water flows to the front. 
So like every hour, take the wet back out and just, oh my God. I did hear that. You did hear it. And also we heard you eating celery. Yes. Yeah. That I didn't we realize did that was so close to the, to the you, microphone. You were crunching on some fresh <laughs> celery. And hummus. And hummus. That is true. <laughs> it's funny. I see the Buccaneers. This Tom Brady stuff, I actually feel like he's done. What are your thoughts? I don't. So reading some of the quotes. See, this is where you got to listen. Reading some of the quotes, I would think so too. And I even saw there's an article in the post today that says, oh, maybe he is, you know. So reading it, I'm like, wow, like this guy's con. But then I listen to him, and it sounds like everybody else at a latter stage of their career that just says, you know what, I need to decompress. This was a really tough loss. Six months of nonstop football. I need to spend some time with my family, and then I'll figure it out. It tells me that he's going to shut himself down. He's going to spend time with his kids and his family, and then he'll be ready to go come August. That's what I think. It sounds like, remember Brett Favre with the Packers? I don't know if I'm going to retire. I don't know if I want to play. And then all of a sudden, there he was. I really do believe, and I think this too, one thing about Tom Brady, what has his mark been to play to for the last decade? What have we always heard? 45. So you're going to be a possible MVP candidate at 44. You're going to have one of the best seasons in your career. Not only was there no decline, you could say on the up, and you're going to come a year shy of a mark that you've made for the last decade? I don't buy it. I don't. And I also think listening to him, these, there's still a lot of gas in the tank. Like, he still loves the game. So I would say, no, I think he'll be back next year. Uh, Bruce Arians already starting to look at uh, what veteran quarterbacks I think you would have be to. available. I think you have to. I heard him say we're going to reload. We're not rebuilding. Reloading. Which makes sense with the roster they have. So if that's the case, here's the one thing that Brady did say. Um, let's see if I can find it. Eh, that's the problem with this thing. This is about Brady. If I can find here. This would be this would concern me if I'm Bruce Arians, which is why I think you gotta start looking for a veteran quarterback just in case. Well, I think the point is there's no really rush for me to uh to figure out what's next. Um, you know, I'll know when I know. Great. Meantime, the Bucks have to operate starting today for right. 2022. I do believe he'll be back, but I think the Bucks have to be ready in case he decides not to be. What would you put the odds if you were running FanDuel, Jerry, and you were placing the odds? What would you put the odds at Tom Brady retires and Aaron Rodgers quarterbacks for the Bucks? What would you put those what would you put those odds at? Oh man. Uh if I for real? For real. 1000 to 1. 1000 to 1. Yeah, cuz I think he's 80-20 coming back. Brady. Let me ask you this. Let's say Brady announces his retirement. What would you put the odds at at Aaron Rodgers going to the Bucks? It's yeah, that's a good one. Because I got to think about where he would go, where he thinks he can win quickly. Right. The Bucks is definitely one. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the Steelers roster is ready to win, although that's appealing to him. I would think and that would be cool. The Steelers, to see Aaron Rodgers, I agree. Go to the Bucks. I totally agree. Tampa, he's been sitting at Lambeau Field, freezing Giants his buttocks off. Giants are not ready to win. I don't think. No, they're not. I I'd put it at two to one. Two to one. Yeah, I would make him the very quick favorite. But again, really, this is going to be on Brady's timeline. Aaron Rodgers is going to make a decision, I think, before Brady, probably. The other weird things is, like, Rob Gronkowski, he yeah. has to wait till like, he just, He I wants guess, to play with him. He just follows Tom Brady around. Yeah. So now he's doesn't, now he can't make a move. Right. Until Tom Brady makes a move. Yeah, I mean, does, let me ask you this. Gronk already retired once. He did. Does he come back if Brady, and I don't think Brady's retiring yet, but if Brady does, is Gronk done? He yeah, might be. I think he's done. Yeah. That guy loves to party. I feel like party. they're a team. Uh, Yes. 
I agree. And watching them play together, there are games, and you've seen it too, being the, the diehard Buck fan. I know you That's don't miss right. a, a play. There have been games this year where he nonstop to Gronk. I figure those two must go out for a beer, but that was pretty cool today. Especially, and you saw it this past weekend when Brady really needed something. Where does he go? Went to Gronk. Absolutely. So who you the trust? Gronkster. Yeah. That your most trust and faith is in is in 87. Right. You go there, which makes sense. The Gronkster, I call him, Jerry. Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> I love this. Eli Apple. Who, yeah. By the way, I didn't even know was on the Bengals. What? Yeah. But he is. What provoked this? <laughs> I think what provoked his Twitter tirade was He didn't like the, Kevin James either? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just like, I am on a winner, the Bengals. Right. You other teams that ditched me are losers. You're, the Bengals are not in the championship game because of him. Well, oh my God, he went on Twitter. Not well, Eli Apple who's now with the Bengals. He's went about on Twitter, the thirtieth most important person on that team. And he said, "I don't know which fan base I hate more. Probably the Saints, but it's close with the Giants. It's a toss-up. You know, it's nice. The feelings mutual." <laughs> I did also like this that he said. He also said New Orleans New Orleans is the dirtiest, smelliest city and has the worst food ever. It's that swine and crawfish that's killing y'all's brains. Well, I don't know about that's the funny. food thing, but I will <laughs> say, and I don't think to the fault of the city with all the devastation they've had there, yeah. it is not the cleanest of cities. I mean, we've been there a couple times. Yeah, well, listen, the, bro, an, that one main street where they do Mardi Gras is a lot of vomit. Yeah, people are throwing up all over the place, and God knows what else. Because they serve you too many drinks. Well, but, yeah. Like, we were and there. very tall drinks. Yeah, when we were there, I just wanted a Miller Lite, and they go, it's three for one right now. I don't want three Miller Lights <laughs> right now. <laughs> and it's 320 ounces. <laughs> I just want one. Yeah. Well, then we're going to pay a, you're going to pay a premium to just get one. I guess. Here's three. And they give them to you all at the same time. Right. Here you go. <laughs> go walk around with three bottles like you're a lunatic. And if you look around, the, and what is the drink? The hurricane? Hurricane. Those will knock you on your ass pretty quickly. And beignets. What's that? That's like the, um, that, uh, that, that, that dough that's got. Oh, it's food. Powder on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or something. I thought it was a drink. I feel like it's like a Zeppeli like we have here at the fair. But they call it a. A beignet. Beignet. The beignet and the hurricane. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you have the beignet with your New Orleans coffee, and then you chase it with a hurricane later in the day. The thing when we went that was that style. I'll take a break real quick. The one time we went when Boomer did the Monday night game, yeah. the Saints game, it was like it was so much fun to go, but got to do the damn show the next morning. Right. It's and like how you am can't I supposed, have enough fun. How am I supposed to have all my Miller lights and then do a show? At least all three of them. And hell, if you actually splurge and bought two of them, you'd get six. Six. That's <laughs> too much. All right, quick break. Where's Ralph Macchio? He's not calling in, is he? All right. Well, it's 5.53. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, an Odyssey sportsman at Amy Lawrence on the craziness of the weekend. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Knicks lost. Nets Lakers tonight. Great win by St. John's, who just clobbered Seton Hall, and the Rangers won in the shootout. I see in uh, Kansas City, Jerry, where the Chiefs play, they had a... Kansas City, Kansas, or Missouri? I'm not sure, wherever the Chiefs play. <laughs> Missouri. Uh, they had a 90 share yeah, sure. for the game, meaning of the televisions turned mm-hmm. on... 90%. 90% of them had uh, the Same Chiefs in Green game Bay? on. 
Uh, those numbers weren't out yet. Okay. They didn't think they would be as high. Really? So so the Chiefs game had a 90 share. PBS, Jerry, was in, in second place with a two share. Wow. <laughs> I, 2% of the people were watching PBS? PBS. That's actually funny to me. Yeah. That's a big number. Go, uh, the news should be talking to those people. Do you know we have Patrick Mahomes here? <laughs> and by the way, NCIS Hawaii coming up next. Right. <laughs> so stay tuned. Or CSI. Which one is it? CSI or know. NCIS? NCIS, I think. Yeah. Hmm. And I see the Chiefs are favored by seven right now over the Bengals. I actually thought that would be more, believe it or not. You thought more than seven? I did. Then? Yeah. I, th- I, w- I thought that was going to be closer to 10. Uh, and Rams by three over the Niners. Yeah, yeah. That's- WFAN and WFAN FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.